Okay, gather round, gather round. It's story time. <laughs> this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast, and my name is V. I have a you know a government name, but all you need to know that it's V, and uh, I wrote a few books. It's really really cool, and you should check them out. They're on Amazon.com. Shameless plug, but it's basically primarily what this podcast series is based on. I wrote them back in like 2014, 2015, published it, and self-published, and basically have subsequently written written like three books here uh, since I got to the West Coast. Crazy story. Uh, I will definitely comment and talk about that on my podcast series, and I have done so for some time, and I, I was thinking about this, about what I could talk about today, and how impactful it is for others to understand uh, how important this is, how blessed each and every one of us are uh, to be sharing this on a daily basis. I don't think other people realize how wonderful it is, how splendid it is. And uh, before I go off on my rant, uh, let me just thank everyone uh, who supports my art. Uh, I appreciate it so, 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 so much. Uh, you have no understanding how much of a gratitude and appreciation um, I have on a daily basis, and I want to show that. Uh, by being consistent and by bringing uh, the content that I love and I'm sure someone or another person maybe will uh, understandably like that too. So definitely uh, hit the subscribe button, let someone know uh, the more and more you guys like my art, the more intricate it becomes and I get the liberty of adding more and more things, uh, different things, more and more different combinations uh, never before put together. And I say that but (laughs) If I was to say this at a collegiate light, uh, I generally want uh, people to suspend their belief and understandably have, you know, their thinking caps on when uh, they approach my, my work. So so throw your th- thinking cap on. Uh, welcome to the writer's room. And this is for also uh, people who are writers and have their day-to-days and the things that they go on and do. But this is someone giving some encouragement uh, from the West Coast, shouts out to all the content creators about continuing the craft and essentially what it is a part of and, you know, the things that other people who aren't writers may or may not comment on and, you know, or give scrutiny or basically criticize for. So that that's basically what this podcast series is. And I subsequently have started this in 2020. Now, to anybody who, you know, just are catching on to what it is that I've been doing uh, this whole time, I had written my book uh, for some time, and I had been in California for some time. And uh, I, you know, asked no man for nothing that I haven't worked for myself. I pretty much, you know, have this, you know, kind mentality of being there. And I was, you know, essentially alone back then. Um, Not now, I got a family now, but it was an interesting time period because it was kind of, you know, everyone leaving me all at once back then. And I was understandably in this mentality of not being angry, but I saw that it was a time period for me to expand, uh, basically at the beginning of COVID. And it was kind of like, you know, I I couldn't really get flipped out because I was, (laughs) you know, outside. And I, you know, understandably didn't want to adhere or basically rely on anyone else uh, and and have that, you know, weigh down on karma on me. 
so I, I started my podcast, and you could hear it uh, in a parking lot <laughs> in Santa Monica, and I was basically uh, in my sleeping bag. And this is inspiration, and I'll talk about this on uh, my guest star podcast. Uh, Shouts out to that guy. Supposed to be doing that next month, actually, uh, around the 17th or right before St. Patty's Day. But what I was doing was, it was crazy. Uh, I had this mentality in my head, you know, it was COVID, it was a weird time period, and I remember it like it was yesterday. And I was sitting there, and I was sitting there uh, on, you know, the block, sitting there on stoop, sitting on steps. And we couldn't go to the beach. <laughs> like, we're literally looking at the sand and, you know, the coast, uh, well, not the coast guards, but the lifeguards and the police officers were telling us we couldn't go to the sand. We couldn't do these things uh, that God given us, you know, had, you know, ability to do so. And uh, it was a really, really surreal, very dreamlike-esque uh, scenario. And besides flipping out, besides, you know, succumbing to whatever uh, delusion that I had in my head, the first thing that I got into my brain uh, that was a staple was this is the time for me to concentrate on something. This is a great opportunity for me to expand on something that I wanted to do and never had the time to do. And, you know, because I was constantly on the run and constantly doing things, uh, you know, there never was a time in California that I actually got a time to rest or to think of it as rest. <laughs> like, I, I could honestly not think of five days that I had rested consecutively uh, in a row uh, since I had been in California. And this was a definitely good period of, you know, thinking of a project that I could do. I definitely had the foresight in looking into the time period and, you know, thinking everyone was definitely taking that time, you know, to concentrate on something special, concentrate on a craft, to do something that they hadn't done before, write a book, anything, you know, and saying that was previously because we were so busy, uh, definitely that time period at the beginning of COVID and subsequently afterwards was a time period for me to concentrate on something that I wanted to do. And it was really, like I say, surreal because I was reading books. I, I picked up a few books, read those, knocked them out in like a week. And then, you know, I started my podcast. And this is the culmination of that. And I, I just want to tell people that the consistency of something is not for fame. It's not for, you know, monetary gain. If you love what it is that you're doing, it would never seem like work a day in your life. And writing, essentially, for me, is that. You know, creatively doing art, you know, is that. Uh, speaking to you before, right now, <laughs> was something that was uh, a dream. You know, something that I never thought I could get the opportunity of doing so, nor uh, someone actually listening to me, what I had to say. Uh, as a sense of relevancy when people go to college and people have New York Times that's selling books. My book was just basically obscure. And it was, if I can do it, you know what I'm saying, make my book and do my book, I know that other people can as well. Whatever, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of, you know, life's uh, challenges and whatever it brings, if you believe yourself in to do something as a project, do that project. 
Don't do it for anyone else. Don't do it for a show. Don't do it so that you could talk to someone or something like this. Do it for yourself. And this is the project of that. Uh, I named it, this is back in like 2020, uh, Spikey Bebop. S-P-I-K-E-B-E-V-O-P. Uh, it was my Instagram name at the time, but my Instagram profile for that one got hacked. <laughs> I had some great photos on there, but I guess that's what Cloud Drive is for. But basically, the inspiration for the name of this podcast series uh, is Spike uh, from Cowboy Bebop, if you've ever seen the anime. Uh, it's basically a great series. I believe it started out as a one-shot comic book back in like 1998 or 99 or something like this, and then ran into a 20, uh, like 23 or 26 episode series. And for me, uh, the impactfulness of it, you know what I'm saying, in 1999 uh, to 2000 or 2001, uh, I was in middle school. And from there, I was, you know, developing different worldviews. And this is a great segue to talk about watching something uh, with your eyes, but reading uh, with your eyes and having a different air or different appreciation for certain things that you would usually uh, just look over. And it doesn't have to be something that you see like 50 times, but it definitely helps when you're looking at something that you've seen before and then looking at different things uh, while you've seen it. Uh, definitely adds to, you know, what uh, filmmakers, producers, uh, ADs or directors do uh, when looking at film or critiques or film critics. And for me, the impactfulness of Cowboy Bebop as an anime, as a cartoon, uh, pretty much blew my mind at how, like, saucy, how, you know, I'm saying, dripping every character was in their own light. And I had never witnessed anything like this before. Now, you can see, and this, you know, obviously segues into my story, but it basically influenced my entire podcast name series. And obviously, uh, my book series as well, and the characters, uh, I would love to emulate, you know, and pay homage, but never, you know, rip off uh, these characters. But the reason why I'm bringing it up today, uh, I was thinking about this. I'm like, yo, how can I talk about this? You know what I'm saying? Where my podcast series came from? Like, I started it in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? People don't even know that. <laughs> you can hear it, the, the progression of me saying, uh... Uh, and, and starting and stopping and, you know, cars in the background and stuff like this to where I am today. And, you know, the influence from Cowboy Bebop, I forget uh, the creator of it, and I'll come back with his name on the next podcast series, but basically how to meticulously and very carefully uh, craft characters that are iconic. And not just because, you know, it's mass distribution and a lot of people have seen it. These characters are impactful because they are uh, pragmatic or enigmatic, if you will, and mercurial and mysterious because they come from a different world. And for anybody who is looking to craft something for science fiction or to look to make something that someone else loves, uh, you would definitely take at least a notepad when looking at Cowboy Bebop. And you can see the first episode, you can see the second episode, you can see the third episode, 
and subsequently the whole entire series and no episode is the same. There is no quintessential filler episode. There is no quintessential uh, thing or theme that runs throughout the series. Everything is a different part of storytelling where if you are looking to be a master of storytelling, you would definitely uh, scratch your head and, you know, take some time, at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes to look at this series and how they told stories. It's a really, really, you know, great interpretation. I was looking at a movie last night, uh, the Cowboy Bebop movie. Uh, this is the reason why I'm tying this all together. I was thinking of the podcast, uh, how I started it how I got the name, and then it was irony that I watched, you know, Cowboy Bebop last night, uh, the movie, and the movie in itself is crazy, you know, you cannot watch the entire series and then watch the movie and still have a sense of air or uh, some mentality or some semblance of understanding as to why this character lives the way that they live or why they talk the way that they talk without having an exposition or the narrator or writer explaining over a series of like, you know, flashback sequences why this character is the way that they are. Uh, it's essentially how they interact with people in this jail uh, type of mentality that you would see in real life. And you would see in, you know, on a reality TV show or someone interacting with public that is a sense of rhythm. I can't even truly even describe it as to how it just meshes when you play music when you play jazz with it. And Cowboy Bebop naturally meshes these things together with big band music. And me being obviously symphonically a person who loves music and naturally gravitated towards anything, you know, Count Basie or anything uh, involving, you know, Harlem, big, big band, uh, big jazz era. But once again, Cowboy Bebop is a space, it's science fiction, it deals with uh, you know, <laughs> uh, space pirates and, and, you know, syndicates and basically bounty hunters uh, from different planets and different systems and stuff. Like, what? It, it's insane, you know, just to think of it. And to get a proper representation of these characters, one could easily just leave them uh, as, you know, visual formats, as cartoons, and still have a, a deeper sense of respect of them as if they were a real person, uh, the voice actors and all of it. Uh, I can't go into it enough as a sense of appreciation for this series, uh, for the sense of maturity uh, that it adds. You know, if somebody was just like, hey man, uh, I don't even watch cartoons, my dude. Like, I don't even get into that, that ain't even my vibe, but I'll, I'll chill and smoke with you and watch some cartoons, man. What, what cartoon you recommend? You, you say anime, what, what country that from, man? Like. Is it good? I would definitely, as an introductory series, as something that I know someone would love, you know what I'm saying, if they took the time out and their curiosity, I would definitely recommend Cowboy Bebop. And like I say, the progression of the characters, the attention span that someone possesses to, you know, take the time to know these characters, I really, really, really enjoyed it and it influenced a lot of my book series. Uh, not even the science fiction part, but just the obscure uh, conversation, the pieces of, you know, a mistaken identity. Uh, the funny part where I think it was Spike in the first episode or the third, I think it was the third episode where he says he doesn't like 
animals, women, and kids. <laughs> and all three of them, you know, show up on his ship. And the, the hilarity of that as a running theme and how, you know, them as a team and a dynamic work together versus it just being, you know, a misogynistic male show. And then even if they had, you know, the dog or something like this, definitely inviting a female aspect, which kind of uh, parallels uh, them moving through space and an orbit, as I like to call it, where people orbit with one another and they're close and then uh, they go and then they do their revolution of things uh, is something also to be appreciated about this. And one could easily, like I say, uh, talk about tragedies or uh, not Darwinian, but definitely Shakespearean when it comes to uh, things and how uh, they progress. But uh, this is spoiler alert. I'm not going to spoil anybody on the series, but definitely watch Cowboy Bebop. Uh, this is V, aka Vernon English. Be looking for more material, looking for more things that I'm looking for comedy with. I'm definitely not going to talk about my family, but I would definitely comment on the cool things that uh, my wife and my son uh, will be watching and how it influences my work. So definitely check that out. I appreciate you guys. This is V, aka Vernon English. Peace.